T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I do want to say one more thing. Um, and I, I do. I haven't reached out to, to T... I hope that, you know, he got some relief today. And I don't know, I, I saw some stuff on Twitter and um, people should not be attacking him whatsoever. And I'm glad that Damar's family came out and said that. And I hopefully he found some some relief today because, again, that's, that's a football play. Um, and I hope that he doesn't hold that upon himself because, again, there's nothing else that he could have done in that situation. So I uh, just wanted to say that too. Mullion Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 the score. Zach Zabin in for Mully. That was Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback, defending T. Higgins, the Bengals wide receiver whose impact or who was the ball carrier when DeMar Hamlin tackled him on Monday night and then he collapsed afterward. You have seen the video and footage probably more times than you would care to, but Josh Allen emotional on Thursday defending uh, T. Higgins, and that was good to hear. Zach, want to get into some Bears thoughts uh, eventually, but I want to close the loop on this conversation because uh, Josh Allen was emotional and there's a lot of pushback. I asked people about how they would internalize and consume football and the text lines uh, have have not disappointed. Uh, This is 312. Hamlin's injury will not affect my NFL viewing. I will still watch the Bears on Sunday, yell at my TV, and then throw up afterward. (laughs) We love football. It's a great sport. You played it. You know better than most how much fun it is to watch the game. And I think, again, there's an understanding that there are risks involved when you play football. The ones that choose to play in the NFL, they know what they're signing up for. I think this was a unique circumstance Mm -hmm. where I I think a lot of, and, and there's still more that we need to learn whether or not Hamlin had some undetected heart issues or if it was merely what's been described by many of the experts that we've heard from this week where this is an injury that normally you don't associate with football but with baseball or or hockey where there is a sudden impact blow to the chest area right right, as as the heart's beating a certain way and and the impact takes place just at that moment and you have what transpired. Yeah, I don't want to be irresponsible in talking about this. The texter has accused us of being reckless for saying matter-of-factly the hit caused a heart attack. I think that has been the way it has been described. Uh, Certainly we haven't heard from his doctor Mm -hmm. specifically. We have heard from a lot of people weighing in in the medical community, and that is, I guess, the most likely option. But, no, I suppose it's not the confirmed one. Right, and I think – so that's that's why I think people are able to separate. Okay, that happened. It's awful. 
Thankfully, he's alive and appears to be moving in the right direction based on the news conference we heard from the doctors yesterday. Football still football. We love this game. It's a great escape for us. And I think most football fans have been able to compartmentalize. I love this game. If the players who play it understand the risks involved, that's on them. I'm going to continue to enjoy the entertainment. And I think that's how baseball fans were able to rationalize the steroid era, where whatever the long-term effects are on the guys that took the performance-enhancing drugs, that's on them. I'm going to enjoy my entertainment value from this. Before we get to what Justin Fields accomplished in his second season as the Bears quarterback, before we answer that question, I want to get out to the phone lines because we invited feedback, so we want to hear what people have to say. And the score listener line is powered by BetQL's Smarter Bets. Start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. And Terry is in Aurora. Terry, welcome to the Mullane Haw Show. Good morning. Good morning, boys. Uh, I just want to say I've been following this story like everybody else. And, and when DeMar went down, I felt bad. I didn't get as emotional about it, though. But yesterday when I heard on the radio that uh, he had woken up and uh, was actually able to communicate, I got real emotional in my car, and I pulled over, and I actually found myself clapping and applauding for the guy. Thanks, Terry. I appreciate it. I think a lot of people had that same sense of relief, and everyone brings their own personal experiences and frame of reference into that that uh, they internalize that they, they, it reminds them of something and, and you can't really ever explain what makes somebody emotional when you just see a news report. But if it had that effect on Terry, I'm sure he was not alone in the way that he responded. Yeah. I think there was a belief for most of the week that this is not going to end well. Right. I mean, a fear, definitely inherent fear that you watched that and it was going to, it was a bad situation that was could possibly get worse. And we weren't hearing anything that could be classified as progress, like legitimate progress or positive news, because they would have rushed to let you know. Yeah, no news was interpreted as bad news. Correct. And, and rightfully so. Yeah. And they didn't know until he finally woke up and was able to, to squeeze the hands of the family members around him and communicate uh, via the... Uh, written word did we win i mean you can that, right that, because the last thing that he remembers is is the game 773 100 with terry i was in my work car yesterday when dan read the update and i literally clapped in his car let's go back to the phone lines curtis is in spring grove good morning curtis welcome to the mullion haw show good morning thanks guys good morning uh first and foremost i'm glad he's he's alive i'm glad he's recovering I mean, basically, we witnessed uh, the equivalent of a lightning strike on a football field. Um, you know, it's, it was scary. It was terrible for the other players to witness. Is it going to stop me from watching football or change how I consume football? No. I have three boys. One, one is college age, plays college football. He had his uh, first season cut short due to a hip injury. I applaud him for gritting it out and playing through his pain and doing what he had to do to play the sport that he loves. So will it change how I consume it? No. But I think that, um, you know, when this whole outcome is done and we figure out what 
what what caused this, what's the underlying issue, then that will maybe make changes for the NFL on how they uh, evaluate their players and evaluate the safety of the players. Thank you, Curtis. Appreciate the phone call and the reaction. A lot out there. And the texter also points out, we hear another, another one from 312 that in their car yesterday and reacted with tears. So everyone's going to uh, have their own response, and it's good that we can have a positive, uh, at least, update to respond to. Zach, I want to pivot to the Bears on Sunday because Bears-Vikings Week 18, not much to play for, but it is the end of the season. And at the end of this season, I think we began during training camp back in July hoping that the Bears – would have reached a conclusion about Justin Fields by the time this season was over. To many people, that conclusion was obvious during the four or five-game stretch where Justin Fields emerged as this dynamic, history-making playmaker. As I have said on occasion, this is what special looks like. You can't coach it, and you certainly can't defend it, but you definitely want it, and you want to embrace it. And in my mind, I think that even though we have yet to hear from Ryan Poles definitively, if I'm Ryan Poles and I have so many other issues on my roster, I look at what Justin Fields has done this season in emerging in the way that he has, and I have one less question to answer, and I have the most important position filled. I have so many other jobs to do to fill out this roster, so many holes to plug, that I'm not going to spend my offseason fixated on the quarterback. I sense you disagree with that. I think that we're at the end of year two, and you still feel like there are legitimate questions that Justin Fields has not adequately answered. I think the Bears have talked about it this week. It started Sunday when Ryan Poles visited with Jeff Joniak on the Bears pregame show where he talked about the fact that this guy has to be better as a passer. It's continued during the week after a, a miserable performance by the Bears as, a, as an offense, defensively too, but as an offense in Detroit against one of the worst defenses in football. You've heard the coach talk about how the offense needs to get better, including Justin Fields. You've heard Fields talk about how he needs to get better. You know, he doesn't have a problem holding himself to a high standard. I don't understand why the city doesn't hold him to the same standard he holds himself He's to. He's tougher on himself than right. people are on him. Luke Getze has talked about how he needs to get better as a passer. His his quarterback's coach, Andrew Janoko. He's a truth teller. Right. Luke Getze is a truth teller. Justin yes. Fields is a truth teller yeah. when it comes to his ability. They understand that. Every expert that you talk to, when we peel back and we ask ourselves this question, which is what you know they're doing at Hallis Hall, as you head into the offseason. Because the Bears, very well, right now, if nothing changes, they'll have the second overall pick. They could have the first overall pick before all is said and done. Okay, And I'll bring that up for a reason in just a bit. But they're asking themselves, what did we learn about our quarterback this year? And what can we say for certain that we learned? We learned that he is a dynamic playmaker with his legs, that he can score a touchdown when he runs the ball from anywhere on the field at any point. It doesn't matter if he's on his own five-yard line. It doesn't matter if he's in the red zone. He can score a touchdown when he tucks and runs. We've also learned that he struggles with some of the routine pass plays that are necessary 
in order to consistently move an offense. We learned he throws a beautiful deep ball. I think we kind of knew that from his days at Ohio State. But it's the routine stuff that doesn't get done routinely. We've learned, and this is from his coaches, he gives up on plays, pass plays, before he needs to, and that breaks down the offensive play. And he, he takes unnecessary hits because of it, and that leads to the sustainability argument. There was a four-game stretch, in starting with New England, in which the Bears averaged more than 30 points per game. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And they didn't have this great passing game, but it, it was just that he wasn't taking the big shots, and, and he was using the playmaking ability that we didn't see at Ohio State. Right. But I think that acknowledging that he needs to improve is something that, unless you're being really ultra-defensive about Justin Fields, which some people I don't understand are, mm-hmm. but acknowledging the need to improve and seeing the types of ways that he, that he can do that, the short passes, the releasing the ball quicker, uh, Jeff Joniak's suggestion of, of having drills where he learns to stay in the pocket, all of those things, that doesn't mean acknowledging is not abandoning. You, you don't need to abandon plan A because he's not maybe as polished as a passer as you would like him to be after two seasons as a starter. I think what it, what it does is it, if you stay down this road, from my perspective, it allows you to address other needs and as you do that, gradually, you will make your quarterback better, number one, because he has a better supporting cast, and number two, I just think you get better with experience. Agreed. Now, the second question that you have to ask yourself that you know they're asking behind closed doors at Hallis Hall, mm-hmm. what's the fastest way that we can be good again, mm-hmm. and not just good for one year like they were in 2018, poof, you know, you have this comet, but... How? What's the best way to construct a football team that ultimately has sustained success? Where every year when you start training camp, as a fan, you believe the Bears have an opportunity to compete for a championship. That's what you want. That's the goal. Championships are not guaranteed. I, I know the way I answer that. So, well, uh, the reason I, I bring that up is now your answer is you build around fields. You start adding the weapons around Justin Fields and the whole thing will take off. Yes and no. Yes and no. I think you. I don't think it's an either or question, Zach. I think that you obviously were fixated on the quarterback. Chicago's never had one. That's why people are going crazy the way that they reacted to Justin Fields' emergence. But you, you, you don't. That doesn't mean ignore everything else. I think you can simultaneously address everything. You have to build from the ball on out. If you believe in traditional football one on one, you build from the ball on out. Both sides of the line of scrimmage are something that the Bears need to. Focus on more than anything else this offseason because that's how you win in the National Football League. That's how you win at Pop Warner. That's how you win football games. The the thinking in the NFL, and this is true, is you need at least 10 to 12 what they call blue-chip players. You're talking about star players, game-changing players, in order to be able to compete. And then you fill the roster around that. It doesn't matter the positions. Ultimately, though, what you want are touchdown makers on offense. And how do you get there? Quarterback, the tackle positions, and a wide receiver that changes the game, right? I mean, ultimately, that's that's how you create touchdowns. And then on the defensive side, you're looking to prevent that from happening. Pass rush, up the middle, you want to be strong. 
and good corners. And the Bears are deficient at all those levels. Now, I'm greedy. You're in a unique position this year where, again, you could have the first or, 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 or second pick. It's usually where you would take a quarterback. And I know the thinking for most people in the city has been, well, trade away that pick, get more picks to give yourself an opportunity to get more playmakers and fill out your roster. Not because, everyone, but I see what you're saying. Right? So you're saying the opposite. You're no, saying no, no, no. I, I, take I the just, quarterback? I want to do a deep dive on the quarterbacks available this year because what I want, I want an honest answer from the people that are running the Bears. And you won't know it until draft day. You'll know. If they trade that pick, then you know Justin Fields is the answer to the question. But can you do better? Can you find a better quarterback? Because we know about the dynamic playmaking abilities with the legs. Can you find that as well as someone who can sling it, really no. sling it? No. I mean, if, you, if you're if you valuing his ability as a runner, you're not going to find that in the draft uh, eligible quarterbacks this season, this, this draft class. Without I, going deep in the dive, C.J. Stroud, yeah, good passer. I, he's not the type of runner Justin Fields is. Neither is Bryce Young. Neither is Will Levis. The, the, that quarterback doesn't exist in the first round. Well, I I, I want to know. As a runner. I, I, but it's that's ultimately what's going to win you the championship, ultimately, is going to be having to pass the ball in a big moment. So go in, ahead in the, and draft your number one overall quarterback, Zach, and you're not going to have a, any defensive line to stop anybody, and you're going to lose 35 to 32. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I just don't think that once you have begun to – and, and I both David, things can be true. Justin Fields can need to improve as a passer, and you can believe in him. Yes, you that, that's true. And you can also look at these quarterbacks and say, hey, I believe I can draft a better quarterback than Justin Fields, which I know sounds crazy to a lot of people. But let the evaluation process take place. And you make it sound as though if you draft this quarterback, you're not getting better. You're not going to have two quarterbacks here. So if you draft one, then you're all in on the guy that you drafted, which means Justin Fields is going to be the guy that gets traded. So you're going to have the multitude of picks either way. The question is, who is the best quarterback going forward to help the Bears? Is it the guy that we've it's a seen? fascinating talk radio question. It's a ridiculous football executive question because in this town, you can't trust Ryan Poles enough to say if he trades Justin Fields, he's going to be right because he doesn't have that kind of gravitas. He doesn't have that cachet. If he trades Justin Fields, I'm going to be fearing, dreading the day in Chicago that Justin Fields becomes a Pro Bowl quarterback for somebody else. You can't take that risk if you're Ryan Poles. You just can't, in my view. You're, the, you're in your first year as a general manager. You've got a generational talent, somebody who does things something uniquely as a quarterback. He's got to get better as a passer. There's no way I'm trading Justin Fields. I don't think there's any way I'm trading Justin Fields. I think Bryce Young does some generational things as well, and there are many executives that will tell you there He's is something. He's not a member of your organization right now. You don't know that right now. I, I understand what you're saying. It's an it's a intriguing, provocative thought. I don't think it's practical. I don't think we should just dismiss the fact that you have the answer. I, I mean, if you have to build around Justin Fields, there's a lot to like because – there's a lot of skill, and all the tools that you want physically are there. But I think we can all acknowledge something is missing with the Bears passing game, and the answer to many people will be the weapons around Justin Fields. I agree. Something is missing. 
improve it. Don't abandon it. I, I, I Improve your quarterback. Don't give up on him. I guess that's all I'm saying. we got to get to a break. We will continue this conversation when we come back. But there is great news, even more uh, encouraging news coming out of Cincinnati, both Sham Sharania, Ian Rappaport. There's other news reports. This is from Ian Rappaport. This is amazing. For the first time, Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, is addressing the team and teammates via FaceTime. Oh, the wow. The breathing tube is out, and he spent the morning speaking to various teammates on FaceTime. Now he is delivering a message to the entire group. How awesome is that? That's great news. That's a tremendous update. More good news to come. We'll talk about Justin Fields. We'll talk about DeMar Hanlon. We'll talk about whatever Zach wants to talk about. He's here for Molly. It's Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mullen Ha got you ready for Bears Week 18 matchup against the Minnesota Vikings. With experts' analysis from former Bears head coach Dave Wanstead. But let's come on and let's go to a hurry-up offense. You know, let's let's try to work a situation or two here where he can get live full-speed work, where he's got to make some decisions, where he's got to make a few throws, where the receivers got to run the right routes, and you can do that without calling quarterback runs. And 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 he's gonna if it's in a hurry-up situation, he's probably gonna get the ball out quick. If it's in a hurry-up situation, the defense is probably going to pretty much be locked into one defense, which is an advantage for the offense. There's Radio Sideline reporter Mark Grody. That Minnesota will play their starters because there's still something to play for in terms of seeding in the NFC. That makes it even better for Justin Fields and this Bears team to continue to develop and to show in a real competitive situation against a divisional opponent too who you gotta learn to get comfortable with playing and beating joe ostrowski they could be facing a seven that uh a team that has a lot of experience against them coming out of the nfc north possibly uh but yeah the line has been moving up nfl network reporter stacy dales you, you're gonna speculate well are they gonna try to lose this game i don't ever think teams are gonna try to lose games but if that like ever creeped into anybody's mind that's when injuries really can start happening. There's Tribune beat reporter Dan Wiederer. I don't think you can afford third consecutive blowout on the way out the door of the 2022 season and still believe that every single player that's a part of the, the core and the foundation is going to believe in the, the leaders of this team. Bet MGM Hawks great Chris Chelios. I can't bet with my heart, but, but you know, Minnesota's just coming off an absolute beating in Green Bay. I, I think Fields, that last run he made, or that run he made early in the game in Detroit, I think he got hurt. He wasn't the same 
right after that. So I'm going to have to go with Minnesota. Nick Costas. This is a great day for the Bears organization, which has showed fans that it's smart enough to know it has to lose this game. I don't think doctors rule Justin Fields out. I think Ryan Poles rule Justin Fields out. Like, hey, buddy, like, you can set the rushing record for a quarterback next year. We don't need you in this game here. The Bears should lose. Zach Sademan. It could be a history-making Sunday from the standpoint that the Bears might find themselves in a position they have never been in, ever, in their NFL lives. And when all is said and done, they could potentially end up having the top overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft. Chicago Tribune Bears beat reporter Brad Biggs. What's something significant or interesting even to watch if you are a Bears fan trying to consume Sunday's three hours of football? Well, so I'm assuming they would not find it interesting if the Bears ended a uh, eight-game NFC North losing streak. Joe Fortenbaugh. What do the Bears have to play for? You came all this way with this season. What, you're suddenly going to win a game at the end to jeopardize a top two draft pick that a lot of people could be interested in trading up for because of the quarterback situation? Radio voice of the Bears, Jeff Joniak. I, I don't know that I can entirely believe it. if it was a playoff game he wouldn't play. But, yeah, I, hey, listen, I want to see as many snaps as he could possibly get. And I, I certainly don't want a ACL tear in the last week of the regular season that will jeopardize the start of a the next season certainly but you you live with that every day you live in practice every day with the threat of something going wrong so yeah you can't you can't live scared but you know i'm going with the idea that yes he is truly injured and he can't go otherwise i would have loved to see him on the field can the bears win against the minnesota vikings mulling hawk and your reactions to the bears upcoming matchup on 670 the score the home for bears fans what a week it's been. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, Zach Zabin in for Mully today. Boy, it has been a, a very draining week for a lot of football fans because of what happened Monday night and paying attention to this or that. And you, you still, it's Bears Vikings week, but everything about DeMar Hamlin has uh, captivated an entire country. And Zach, that's why this news this morning from the Buffalo Bills this time, and breaking news on the score presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. On the Buffalo Bills Twitter feed, at Buffalo Bills, per the physicians at the UCMC, University of Cincinnati Medical Center, I believe, the Mars breathing tube was removed overnight. He continues to progress remarkably in his recovery. His neurologic function remains intact. And he has been able to talk to his family and care team. And then the next tweet, DeMar Hamlin FaceTimed into our team meeting today to talk to players and coaches what he said to the team. Love you, boys. That's great. Great update from the Buffalo Bills Twitter feed. DeMar Hamlin communicating with teammates, talking to his family, and sending messages to the Buffalo Bills via FaceTime. Love you, boys. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. That is, that's a very feel-good story, a good way to, to end the week. But back to your nonsensical argument about Justin Fields. No. no Just I, kidding. Zach, what we're having is the, a debate over what the Bears should do at the quarterback position. I think it's instructive. I think it's in, in, interesting. And I do think it's important to have because there is ambiguity about what the Bears the level of their investment in terms of Justin Fields, hope, resources, everything, is he their guy? I guess we don't know definitively. I think it should be. You're, you're questioning that. 
I think that I've read in some places where it's irresponsible to critique Justin Fields or point out that not everything is perfect. And all I'm saying is you can have a responsible discussion going forward to make sure that he indeed is the answer at quarterback when you might be in the unique position of having the top overall pick in this year's draft. You might have the number two overall pick in this year's draft. Most of the time, the top quarterbacks in the draft end up being selected one, two, or three. Most of the time. Not always. Most of the time. That's why that position is so important. That's why after each loss this season, fans, many of them, have had a a Victory Monday celebration because you knew you were going to be in this position. This is what you have, quote-unquote, worked hard to do. So all I'm saying is it would be irresponsible if you did not take a deep dive into every quarterback available and ask yourself this question, can we do better than what we've got? It's a simple question. Well, isn't that due diligence? I mean, wouldn't you do that regardless of what you have at quarterback with very few exceptions? I don't know. Even if, let's say, hypothetically speaking, the Kansas City Chiefs made a trade and they're in a position to have a top three draft pick, wouldn't it behoove them to research, to vet, to scout every quarterback that could conceivably go in the top five? Yes, but there you go making the mistake. I think what we've done in this city is we have put Justin Fields on that same platform with the elite quarterbacks currently playing no, in the I didn't. NFL. Not you. What I'm saying is if you if you say that, if you say the Bears should not look at a quarterback because they've got one. Right. All I'm saying is, do you? I, I'm not comparing Justin Fields with Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think people should. But if you have nameless quarterback that you believe you can become a playoff team because of, then you are in not a position to draft another one. You do not want to, and you know this mm-hmm. from covering the Bears as long as you covered the Bears. The biggest problem, why they were unable to take that next step after going to the Super Bowl in 2006 and getting to the NFC Championship game in 2010, you don't redraft positions. And when you start to redraft positions, that's when you start to get in a, a, a disturbing pattern of too many misses and you just you miss out on opportunities to increase and improve the talent on your roster. And I think that if you draft a quarterback in 2023, after taking one in 2021, that to me is redundant. And it's admitting a mistake that I don't think you have to yet. I don't think you're in a position to to force that. And the minute you do that, if you're Ryan Poles, here's the practical part of that. The, The clock is ticking louder than ever in your office because you just increase the urgency of having some results. I don't think you bought yourself some time. I think you might have reduced your and closed your window. You're coming off arguably the worst season in the history of the franchise. Yeah. So the clock's ticking. <laughs> no, not if, not if not if this is what this is what we talked about earlier in the week, Zach. If Ryan Poles interviewed for the job and he said, "Hi George, hi Ted, hi Bill Polian. This is my plan." I'm going to get rid of every player with any sort of Pro Bowl caliber talent that we have. 
I'm going to fix the salary cap. I think this is by design is my point. Ryan Poles went into this very transparently. So having a record number of losses, no, I don't think they went out trying to be 3-14. and 14. They probably thought they were going to be 6-11. and 11. The point is they thought they were going to do a lot of losing. A lot of losing. And there was no faith in the quarterback, let's be honest. Because if you had faith in the quarterback, if they felt that this quarterback was a guy who could take you to that next level, that showed you some of the things that he showed you this season, then you're building around him, and you look at the landscape of the NFC, there, was a, there would have been a great opportunity for the Bears to do some damage. So, obviously, they've been somewhat surprised. I think all of us has. I think the entire league has been by the dynamic playmaking ability by Justin Fields, the runner. And I cannot emphasize this enough. Man, there's so much special to Justin Fields. You can't say this. I don't think you can say this about any other quarterback in the league, that anywhere on the field, this guy can tuck, run, and score a touchdown. Yeah, he's one of the top five running backs in the NFL. He plays quarterback. Get used to it. Win with it. Win because of it. I want to ask you this, and then we have to get to a break, but I want to ask you this. Are you saying essentially, and you're telling me this by saying you would would draft a quarterback potentially at number one or number two? I wouldn't dismiss it. You're saying that you are more confident that Ryan Poles will become an elite talent evaluator than Justin Fields will become an elite quarterback. Well, why did you? Hire, I'm not there yet. Why did you hire Ryan Poles if you don't have the faith in him to rebuild your organization and? construct a fair, team fair question. that can sustain success. I'm just telling you where I am after 11 months on the job, or a year now. I don't know that I have that kind of confidence to say, go out and get Bryce Young. You've already got Justin Fields. I trust you, Ryan Poles. I don't, I'm not there yet. What if, what if Ryan, and there are many people around the, the, the league that will tell you that they believe Bryce Young is and can be a better quarterback than the guy the Bears have right now. That's a good debate. Do you just dismiss it? Uh, I think I think what I'm showing you right now. I think we're out of time, Jack. David, I think, I think what I'm. I think what I'm. What, what I'm. I don't have to answer that. What, what what I'm what I'm telling you is yes, you can have a responsible discussion about this quarterback and whether he really is yeah. the answer, considering what else may be available. I think we just did. I think we just did. Starting at five thirty this morning, when you came out in here fired up, ready to r- rumble, is what you did. You were ready to go today you brought it you did bring it zach all right and i appreciate that because that was a fun discussion <laughs> dan and layla they are here dan bernstein layla rahimi in next it's going to be bernstein and holmes without lawrence holmes he is off but dan and layla next it's mully and haw chicago sports radio 670 the score ay 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 t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.